Is that Cortana in that phone? No. Who's in that phone? Uh, not Cortana. Who's in there? I don't fucking know. How do you not know who? what robot lives in your phone? It's 2016, dude. Should I know? Everyone got a robot in their phone now. Pals, thanks for tuning in. This is episode 67 of Super Nerd Pals. I'm your host, Andy Karaskola. And I'm Stan Gaderski. What's up? Just checking those gain levels. Gain, gain. Just gotta get that gain up. Gotta gotta keep gaining. There we go. We're ready to go. Yeah, so... Should've checked that before we started the show, but... <laughs> uh, so Chris isn't here today. Womp womp. He is uh, working Awesome Con. I think so. I believe that's the yeah. name of the con. Um, but yeah, he uh, unfortunately got stuck um, helping them take down their setup. And yeah. But you have your original crew here. Oh, yeah. So yeah, what's been up with you? Ready to lay down those video game comic book hot takes. Let's do it. Well, um, I graduated. I'm free. Bam! We're done. Free. So I've been uh, wondering what to do with the rest of my life. (laughs) Welcome to the world. Yeah, I started by playing a lot of video games. That's and relaxing. That's amazing. Because I I'm I've just recently finished school, so I'm 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 gonna rest a little bit, and then we're gonna go into. The job search, but right now, doing a lot of video games. You need that rest period, man. I mean, Oof. yeah, but yeah. I beat Bayonetta two. Really good game. Very pretty. It's what I wish Part One was, because <laughs> that that game was really brown and very gray. And if you remember when I was talking about it, I was like, this game is really fun, but it it just looks gross. It looks like two thousand seven yeah. graphics. <laughs> This one did what I wanted one to do. There was a lot of pretty graphics and, and a lot of over-the-top stuff. Every boss fight felt like a final boss fight. That's awesome. Which was like, so it was a lot of fun. There's a lot of, like, giant hair robot fight- fightings. Anyway, it was a good game. How was your week? My week was adventurous. Mm-hmm. I uh, finally moved into my new apartment. Woo! About fucking time. And uh, I've just mm. been playing catch up with everything, games, comics, everything. Mm. Did you see X-Men? No. Damn. Me neither. I'm going to see Ninja Turtles tomorrow. You think it's going to be good? I can't wait for it. Stephen Amell. Oh yeah, that's right. Did you see the first Tim and Tiny? Hell yeah. How was that one? It was good. I just didn't like Shredder. Shredder's never depicted well on the movies. Shredder was like a eight foot mech. His arm launched swords. That sounds kind of awesome. I don't know. It's not Shredder, sure though. So, let us let us know on the show if it was any good. Oh, hell yeah. And maybe eventually I'll watch X-Men. And I plan on going to see Finding Dory on Friday. Okay. All right, there. Just putting that out there. Okay. Hey, want to do some news? Do some news. News Last week we got a lot of Pokemon news from a trailer. Um, one of the news being... Rodon Pokedex. 
Awesome. Well, let's go with this. I'm well, going I was with fucking that. going into everything. My question is, if he possesses your Pokedex, does he give himself his entry in your Pokedex? Like, you, you get that one for free? You get That's that? a really good question. <laughs> do you get that entry with no work? I don't know. This, well, I do mean, you have to catch your own Pokedex first? Maybe. <laughs> is that the first Pokemon you catch? Can you use Rodon Pokedex to battle? No, because then what if he, like, faints and now you... Then your Pokedex breaks and exactly. you fucked and then you need to do, like, what I need to do and go get that shit fixed. Yeah, I gotta fix the screen. You gotta do it. Uh, the next thing we got was Siglio's and uh, Lunala's typing. Siglio is Psychic Steel and Lunala is Psychic Ghost. I am Woo! so happy they did not go... With the dragon typing. Yeah. That was getting so played out. That doesn't look like a dragon anyway. That's like a big bat. Giratina didn't look like a dragon. That looked like a caterpillar man. (laughs) (laughs) What? I love how fast you had that in your head. Yeah, because that's the first thing I I thought of when I saw him. Look at this caterpillar man. That caterpillar man. I mean, your first thing when you saw Lunala was, look at this majestic bird man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Also... The region has, like, a bunch of islands. Yeah, like, a bunch of islands. Uh, I think you can actually take a... There's sketch of, like, a plane going to a separate island. Which is pretty fucking sick. So you can prop... Maybe you can fly? Um, I mean, flying was always a thing, but, like, fly listen. on a plane. <laughs> like, okay. Like, actual flying. <sighs> and I like that you can customize your characters again. That yeah. was my, one of my fav- favorite parts of Pokemon XY. I'm glad that's back. Your character is actually slightly taller than X and Y. Oh, the region is called the Alola region? Yeah, Al- it's based off of Hawaii. That's awesome. And uh, the main island is taking place near, uh, near what is what is this called? Pearl Harbor. I think that's pretty cool. And we have a new ability called Full Metal Body. That's when you bring your mom back to life and uh, she gets real. <laughs> And, and you have to sacrifice your your arm yeah, and your or little, your leg. And your little brother. And your little brother to who, try to who, resurrect him. Who becomes a Rodom that possesses your Pokedex. I'm just beginning <laughs> to think they stole this whole region idea off of Full Metal Alchemist. Okay. But yeah, that's pretty much all the news for it. Uh, apparently there's supposed to be more news at E3. I guess we'll Which see. Which is great, because I was, I was worried that they were just going to do Zelda. Oh, I'm God, glad that not. Nintendo's doing more than that. And uh, every time they show a little bit more about this Pokemon game, I get more and more excited. Yeah. I was not expecting to be this excited for the Pokemon game. Like, I usually am, but it's usually not, like, at this level. This is, like, XY gold silver levels of excitement that I had. Because when they revealed XY and it's like, you create your character, and you, like, oh, the graphics are awesome. I was like, yes! Gold and silver was just... Come on, gold and silver, right? Prime. So, this one, I'm ready. I'm, I'm playing through my my Pokemon Yellow on the 3DS. I'm going to set up my good team. I'm actually... Funny story. Side note. I'm playing through Pokemon Blue. And I'm trying to collect the Pokedex like I've mentioned before. And I found a way to get a Kangaskhan with any move you want. How? So you have to catch a Masingno level 0. Right. And uh, you evolve that Masingno. You give it one rare candy. It evolves into Kangaskhan. There's something special with the level 0 missing now, where it can learn any TM or HM in the game. Mm. So I taught my Kangaskhan fly. <laughs> I leveled it up. And then once uh, once your 
once your Masigno Kangaskhan levels up to five, it's permanent. Mm. Like, it's done. So I'm, I'm wondering how the Pokemon Bank and Sun and Moon is going to handle all the Masignos that are going to try to come through. Oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering. Wouldn't that be great if they actually canonize Masigno as an actual Pokemon? Can you imagine that? There were actually uh, Easter eggs of Masigno in X and Y. Really? Yeah. There was one where if you look down a dark alley, as weird as it sounds, you could see Masigno in the corner. <laughs> so random. He coming. <laughs> That'd be awesome, though. They should they should actually canonize Masigno. I think it would be a dope Pokemon. That would be really cool. They have a Pokemon based on everything. Why not a glitch Pokemon? Yeah, why not a glitch? It could just be... Th- like, the perfect um, explanation for its existence is that it's a glitch in the Pokemon computers or something that creates this app from, like, leftover data or something. Yeah. It's it's so easy to, to make it a part of the game. And even that, they can, like, make it to lore that it was found in the Kanto region but believed to be a myth. Yeah. See, perfect. Like, we, got, we got this. Creating Pokemon over here. Come on. Yeah, come on. Do this. Alright, so the next thing in news that we gotta get through is the Captain America, Steve Rogers, Issue 1, and Civil War 2. Neither of these things we're gonna be following on the show for specific reasons. But Captain America was recently revealed to be a Hydra agent. agent. All along, quote unquote. That's bullshit. Do you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> Answer my question before I got to ask it. That's bullshit. Listen, he got his powers. Steve Rogers got his powers. His power, his youth, and his vitality back through the Cosmic Cube. And I think the Cosmic Cube, when it did that, rewrote his memories to make him believe that he's been a Hydra agent all along. Like, as some big, like, secret plot by the Red Skull or some shit. Like, you know that's gonna happen in, like, a year. Maybe even that was, like, a backlash of using the cube. Yeah. It's possible. I don't know. I Comics. That, that's their way out, is that he got his he got his shit back through the cube. Yeah. So that's that's how they could explain. And this is not the first time something like this has happened. During Axis, Tony Tony Stark became an asshole again. Superior Iron Man. This, yeah. Um Peter Parker died, quote unquote, during Amazing Spider Man seven hundred. Doctor Octopus took over his body and Superior Spider Man went on for a really long time, which was a great comic series. I love Superior Spider-Man. I actually just got the complete series digitally, and I plan on reading that. Highly recommend it. Some good shit. Yeah, I can't wait. Some good shit in there. Uh, but yeah, so Marvel really likes doing the heel turns for their heroes, at least temporarily. So this is not a big surprise. They like to do heel turns for themselves because they're starting at issue one again, but that's a whole nother. <laughs> well, we don't know what Marvel now is going to be, but the last time there was like a whole bunch of relaunches. Or I don't know. I'm tired. Marvel, I'm tired. Okay, speaking of tired, Civil War Two. There's some bullshit going on in Civil War Two. Man, all I know is two people died, quote unquote. We're doing uh, a lot of quotes this week. Spoiler for those of you who haven't read, but Rhodey got killed by Thanos, and a missile shot out of his war machine suit, <laughs> and. Killed She-Hulk? Yeah. Question mark? So this is this is something that's been known for a little while now. If you read the free comic book day, Civil War 2, Prelude, whatever, where Carol and her crew sort of uncover this inhuman who can tell the future, and they use it to try to stop Thanos. And they get there, and it's not without casualties. Rhodey suffers fatal injuries, and She-Hulk does too. And in issue one of Civil War, the beginning of it, you find out that 
She-Hulk is presumed dead, but isn't really shown now, you see, at the end of it. When I found that out, the only thing that I thought was, who's going to replace her as Howard's secretary? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about She-Hulk. Listen. Howard no, the Duck needs the goddamn secretary. I give, I give a big fuck about She-Hulk and, and Rhodey, and I think they're great characters. And I, think I like Rhodey a lot. I think it's really cheap for them to kill, kill them off for the, the purposes of this storyline that's essentially just cashing on the Civil War movie. Like, it, it is, you know, and I, I skimmed the issue. I didn't really read it, but... It, it seems really dumb, and characters aren't acting the way you would expect them to. It's because, oh, you know, Rhodey died, and so Tony is just going to be like, "All right, I'm I'm against using this Inhumans powers, no matter no matter what. I'm I'm against it." And 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 She Hulk is like Carol on her deathbed. Carol, you must stop Tony, and you must fight for the future. And then it's like, okay, but if Captain, uh, if if he if Tony used the Inhumans powers. He could have stopped Rhodey and her death. Like, and well, she so the thing is, is so, that they used the Inhumans' powers to go after Thanos in the first place. So that's that's what the catalyst is, is that they used it like that. And it, but two the, people died. Yeah, the cause was that was the cost of it, and so maybe they should have used it when they got to Thanos. <laughs> the, the the stupid thing, right, about this is that if you read the prelude, um, I don't know if this is bef- this happened before because I, I don't really follow War Machine or Carol. As you know, as much as I would like to, but um, Captain Marvel and War Machine have a romance going on, and you know you'd, you'd expect some like big fallout to Rhodey also dying because they're lovers. Yeah. In addition to Tony and Rhodey being bros, right? So you would expect her to have some big reaction to this happening also, but there it doesn't happen in the comic at all. Like she seems more upset about She Hulk. Than than about War Machine, which is bizarre considering that they were like smooching in the in the prelude uh, issue. But I think it's dumb, and I will wait for the trade. I think there there's some interesting things that are going to happen, of course. But I I I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like the premise, and well, the premise is kind of cool, but I don't like the execution. And skimming through issue one, I just I it didn't. See, well, when I heard the like the overview of what it was going to be about, I was like, "Oh, this sounds pretty good," but uh, like you said, the execution seems really sloppy. Yeah, it just it, it seems like that they're that it, it seems very contrived, and you can see how contrived it is by the way the issue moves, and it moves very fast, and I I just don't. And plus, there's like a hundred tie-ins already. So, like Civil War, Amazing Spider-Man number one. Oh, what does he think about what's going on? <laughs> it's like I, I don't want to buy these comics. I don't. Civil War two, Gods of War. Yeah, like what is that? I don't. I don't care. I really don't care. But yeah, that's what's happening in Marvel, and that's why we're not going to be following Civil War or Steve Rogers. I. What do you think about Steve Rogers being Hydra? By the way. I don't know. I know people way overreacted, sent death threats to the the writer. That's definitely overreacted. I'm for like, sure. bruh, is a comic book character like that is excessive. But I, I I think it's I'm I'm sure they know where they're going. Obviously, they know where they're going with the storyline, yeah. and they have a plan for everything. And I'm sure it'll be written well enough. Some but... someone pitched this idea to Marvel, and Marvel was like, "That's good. We will do it." So. Clearly, I have faith that Marvel knows at least what they're doing with Captain America. Yeah, they know. They know what they're doing. I still think it's kind of dumb, and and I don't necessarily agree with it. 
even though even though I I thought Superior Spider Man was really cool and I and I yeah Iron Man yeah fifty fifty on but like this one just is like adds eh, too much at this point yeah. but that was new slash you got topic this week yeah I got a topic this week you got a topic this week I got a topic this week don't worry oh yeah. Alright, so this week I have been playing catch-up, as I said, and I have been playing a lot of uh, Uncharted. Uncharted 4. God, that game. That game is real good. That's a, it's a real good game. I really I really like it. That game is really good. It's good. It's so fun. It's so beautifully executed. The, the cinematic's amazing. The scenery is breathtaking. What's your favorite hill to slide down? <laughs> the Rocky Hills. <laughs> There are a lot of hills to slide there's down. There's a lot of hills, and there's a lot of conveniently placed branches with ropes for, tied Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking that. They really like that. that Fucking branches for days. They really like that hook shot and that sliding mechanic. Yeah. Well, the sliding mechanic's not new to this series, but yeah. I feel like they were like, fuck it, let's do it. Let's and, do it big. And uh, the, hook shot, the hook shot is so much fun. I like, I like using it. I like using the mechanic of like sliding and then right before you plummet to your death use the hook shot. Yeah. My favorite thing to do with the hook shot is to like swing really far and like bang in the side of a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> uh I was on the side of a mountain and like three enemies came and Sam was like Shh, be quiet and I was like, fuck that and I took out an AK and I just shot him from above on the wall and Sam's like, What are you doing? And I was like, I don't care, bro. I think the stealth mechanic is actually pretty cool. Yeah, but the thing is, is I it made me feel very underwhelmed, especially after the stealth mechanic in The Last of Us, which I felt was done really well. And the the main thing about Uncharted 4 stealth mechanic that I felt was lacking is that there's there's no way to get the enemy's attention. Like you can't throw something or like whistle. You're right. Yeah, and that's my that was the biggest problem. I was that trying I had to do this it. entire like mission. Uh, stealthy, and I got to a point where I'm hiding in shrubs closest to the enemy, but the enemy's still really far away. Yeah. So, like, I had to go behind him, choke him out, and then, like, another enemy spotted me, and I was like, well, fuck this, gun's blazing. Yeah. Overall, I, I like the mystery of this game a lot better than the previous Uncharted's. There's something about the pirate stuff that really gets me, that, that like, the other stuff, like, the Pillars and Shangri-La or whatever. Was it Shangri-La? Yeah, Shangri-La. Yeah. That stuff never got to me. El Dorado really interested me, and, and I, I wasn't I wasn't that into it again until... I played all through, through all the games, right? But I wasn't really interested in the mystery. So, like, one and four... Yeah, one of four for sure. Like I was really in- interested in the mystery of El Dorado, and I was way, way into the mystery of of um, Henry Avery and his pi- his pirate yeah. like Avengers. I I love anything with pirates, so yeah. this game takes the cake. I just love that. I love I love finding all the journals and the little trinkets and stuff. Yeah. And I liked all the callbacks to the previous Uncharted games. And I, I like and the- Crash Bandicoot. Oh my god, that was the best! I love that part so much. I was like, oh my god. You didn't finish the game, right? No, I haven't finished the game. How far did you get? I am on chapter 12. Okay, wait till you get to the end. I hear you get to play Crash Bandicoot again. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The way it comes back is really something. You're going to really like it. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it there. But I really love the story of Uncharted. I, I like this so much. I like the characters. I like the mystery. I, I like the way the mystery unfolds. Where you start thinking it's just gonna be a regular pirate treasure, but then it, it expands more and more, and you you find out the way the way the the narrative unfurls is really awesome because it does. It um sorry it does at the same time that Nathan's story unfolds. So as the plot moves forward, you get more of Nathan's story in the present, and then you get more of Avery's story in the past, and they kind of go along the same path together. That's really cool, and I, I love that so much because um, what was the last thing you did? Because I don't want to spoil it for you. The last thing I did, I'm going into the church graveyard. Okay, so you're in Scotland. Yeah. Right. Okay, so yeah, you're still kind of early. So I don't want to give too much away. But you find out that it's not just Avery. You find out there's other pirates involved. And I mean, you can only figure that with pirates. Yeah, there's more involved, and and the reasoning behind what's going on gets a lot more complex. And you're going to really like where this goes if you like pirate shit. That's awesome. It gets really good. I can't wait. Yeah, and there's, um, there's a bunch of moments where things get a little bit open-world-esque. Where you're, especially when you're in Africa, and then later on in the game, you're essentially driving a vehicle around a big open area and you can kind of go anywhere and you can drive to the little like areas where enemies will be a little bit like Metal Gear kind of where you're just driving a big open area and there's like points of interest here and there and but there's a specific path to go where you want to progress the story but there's a lot of diversions around which I think is interesting because that wasn't in previous Uncharted's yeah. it's still very linear the gameplay but it, there's these little moments where it's a little bit more open and you can like breathe a little bit and like explore, which I that's really cool. cool. Especially, I mean, I feel like adventure games kind of have to be linear, but I like exploring like anything I can. Yeah, I like the quiet moments in Uncharted where you're just climbing and and looking for clues and stuff. That's yeah. my favorite part. I I think climbing in Uncharted is so much fun. Yeah, I like. It a lot I hate that. doing it in Assassin's Creed, but when it comes to Uncharted, like. That's what I look forward to. Yeah. I I like it better than Gunplay, too. Like, yeah. I, if that game was just climbing and finding clues and, like, <laughs> cutscenes and, like... like Kind of like a mystery non-action. Yeah, like, an, like a pure adventure game. You know, no action or anything. I would still like it, but you know what? Like, with the action and stuff, I, th- I think it's overall a really great game. And yeah. it's my it's definitely my favorite in the... In the series for I'll sure. definitely give my opinion once I'm finished completely yeah my opinion is that it's the best in the series but I, I wonder what, what you're what you're gonna think when you get to the end I think you're gonna feel the same way that I did I felt really good and I can't wait till you beat it so we can talk about the ending cause oh boy that ending that's, that's a real that's a real real good ending <laughs> I don't want to say anything but it's one of my favorite endings in a video game I think ever it's really good. Damn. And I think Uncharted 4 has one of the best... Maybe not the best, but definitely very much up there. as one of my favorite storylines in a game. And just the way everything plays out is just excellent. Well, that's good to know. I have a lot looking forward to. Yeah. Great. You also play a little bit of Doom, right? I've played a little bit of Doom. I played like four hours straight. How's that Doom? <sighs> right? Right? That Doom. Words can't even describe this fucking the, game. The thing is, is that I don't want... With Uncharted, when I was playing it, I was like, I need to see the end of this game, right? So I was very much, I gotta play, gotta play, gotta play, focus on it. With Doom, I'm like, I want to play, but I really want this thing to stretch out as long yeah. as possible. So I'll play like an hour or two, but like then I gotta step away and I play something like else. I played like four hours straight with my friend, 
And he got so enticed to the game, he was like, can I borrow it? And I was like, go ahead. Yeah, it's so good. Because I just really want to focus on Uncharted. Yeah, that's that's what I felt like, uh, too. Like, Doom is so good, but I was like, I gotta focus on Uncharted. Yeah. And, like, Doom, it's, like, those things where I, I want to play as much as possible, but then I want to step back and, like, savor it and go do something else and then come back to Doom later. Doom I, is so good. I love finding all the little secrets and stuff, and they're, like, laid out so well. Oh, that I haven't finished it yet. I'm I'm not even halfway done because I'm like taking my time so much. But yeah, <sighs> game of the year this year going to be a little difficult. Game, game of the year is <laughs> looking hard right now. So okay, so topic one, you want to talk about the comic polls this week? Yeah, uh, comic polls are pretty pretty light this week. Uh, light, but some significant things are coming out. We got uh. Well, Flash Rebirth. Fra- Flash Rebirth is going to be a continuation of the DC Rebirth story, so that's why I'm interested in it. I wasn't interested in it previously, but reading the description makes me want to read it. Action Comics 957 is coming out, and it's going to feature Lex Luthor very heavily, so I'm all about that shit. You know it. Hell yeah. Can't De- wait to read that. Detective Comics issue 934. That one I'm interested in because of Red Robin and because of Clay. Oh, yeah. And also Batwoman. I like that dynamic. My one issue with it, though, is I don't like Red Robin's new costume. I haven't seen it yet. Well, look at the cover. It's on this cover? Yep. It's on that cover. He just looks like Robin. He's a regular Robin, He's Robin. The only difference is is that the thing says RR instead of 1R. Yeah. I, that's that's the it's one thing stupid. That I don't like. Um, he's not Red Robin anymore. He's just Robin. There's too much green on the costume. He could have at least done with like a cowl. This would have looked so sick if it was a regular Robin. Or you know what, Red Robin, his costume alone I thought was cool enough that they didn't need to do anything. Yeah, with Red it. Robin's costume was sick. But um, I like this team dynamic that they got going on here with Cassandra Kane. You got Batwoman. You got Spoiler. You got Clayface. You got Tim Drake, and you got Bruce. I think that's a cool setup. So I'm I'm interested. I don't know if I want to be collecting it, but it's definitely something that I might want to read once it comes to trade. And to round out the comic pulls, we got Darth Vader 21, which is going to wrap up. It's I think it's the beginning of the end of the Vader run because it ends okay. at 25. Yeah, it makes sense that they would have. Uh, they should start the wrap up. Yeah, by this, then. I think this is the last uh, storyline that they're doing. And then Poe Dameron number three, which I'm still iffy on if I want to continue it. It's interesting, but eh. It's, I'm not into the prequels. It's still not like doing it for you. No, I I was interested at the outset, but it's not it's not enough yet. But I guess we'll see. Yeah. And that's it for the poll of the week. <laughs> doot, doot. Okay, so my topics really quick. I'm gonna go through a couple things. Um, I bought Overwatch today actually, <laughs> and I played it very briefly. But it's essentially X Men with guns. And that there's like 27 characters and they all do something different. And when you start up the game, you have the um, the super smart gorilla guy who reminds me a lot of Beast. Being like, we used to be heroes <laughs> and we saved the world, but now the world hates us. But now the world needs heroes again. So let's do the heroes. And I was like, this is the X-Men with guns. But is it good? Um, I didn't play multiplayer yet, which is obviously... 99.9% of the game. I basically just play tutorial and, and the training because I wanted to try out each character. And it's good. It, you know, Chris, when he mentioned it being like Team Fortress 2 is pretty much on the money, it feels a lot like Team Fortress 2 with 18 extra characters. You have characters that do sniper shit. You have healing characters. Uh, you have a char- an Eskimo, Eskimo woman who's Mr. Freeze, basically. She's got like a freezing gun and then she shoots icicles. Can, she can lift ice walls. Um, there's this cowboy guy 
named McGreedy or whatever, and he he has a six shooter, and essentially he he shoots the gun really fast, and he can he can roll on the ground and reload his gun at the same time. Is that like the western based guy? Yeah, he's yeah. he's like the cowboy, and then when you get your superpower, he goes. It's high noon, <laughs> and then he shoots a bunch of guys. And I'm like, all right, I I can fuck with this guy. <laughs> he seems kind of useless though. Like a lot of the characters seem like some of the characters I play as. I'm like, yeah, I can see myself getting a lot of use out of this character. And then other characters, I'm like, who the fuck would ever use this? Like when I first started playing, I thought I was definitely gonna play as the gorilla guy because like, oh, he's a big gorilla and he's real smart. That's cool. But then you play the game with him, and he's like, he got he got a little electric gun. That's like that's like the and it doesn't do much. It's like and and he just runs around and he could jump like the Hulk. You know, like the Hulk does that yeah. big leap. He does that. And I'm like, what the hell is the point of this guy? His gun does jack. Does he like fight with his fist? No. Well, you when you get your special ability or whatever, he turns primal and he runs around and just punches people for a few seconds and then he goes back to normal. And he's a tank character, but there are other characters who are in the tank class who have a lot more health. So like, why would I, why would I play about? Why would I play with Magilla Gorilla over here <laughs> with his with his little baby ass electric gun that does nothing? And I get the sense of that with a few characters where I'm just like, why would I like the samurai guy with the bow and arrow? He seems real cool, but then I'm just like, why, he uses bow and arrow. I, I could I could play with a gun <laughs> and, and shoot a lot faster. Well, I know people who like who would way prefer the bow and arrow characters over. I think Anything. it might come down to when you're actually playing against other humans and playing as a team and seeing like which role you yeah. fall into rather than me running around the Especially train. if you're playing with friends, you can like pick characters to accommodate everything. Yeah, because if you if you use him, he's a little bit like Hawkeye and he's got in that he's got special arrows, like he's got a sonic arrow that'll like show you on the map where enemies are in, in that area. So I feel like you can use that in conjunction with somebody else, a really clean house, but it might just be that playing them singly, running through like the training missions, it's just like, why would I use this guy? But maybe if you're teaming up, you immediately get what your role is. Um, there's a guy who's a DJ, and his his powers are to buff people, and so he can use music that heals you or music that makes you faster, and it's like, and you're just like, you have a gun that shoots sound waves. That's so crazy. And you can set it to, like, healing, and then one of his um, special abilities is he can boost the the music higher, which makes the healing powers better. So that's really cool. And he can run on the side of walls Can and he stuff. heal himself? I think so, yeah. That's pretty cool. I like him. He's, he's really cool. And then there's, like, this woman who's sort of, like, an angel character, and she operates a lot like um, the medic in Team Fortress in that... It's like a gun that heals you, and then you can flip it around to, to being a gun that I think buffs your your um, damage output. Oh, that's pretty dope. And her special ability is that she can actually resurrect people from the dead after they've died. Holy so if you shit. have that and you die, she can like bring you back, and then you can just keep fighting. And Trace is really cool because she has time um, time travel abilities, so you can like phase around the map a little bit. Or you can rewind time for yourself. So if you're strafing and facing off with an enemy, and you get you kill them, but you get damaged a lot, you can rewind time and get your health back to before the battle. But that character, the the enemy, will still be dead. So it's like everyone does something different, and it's fun to try out everybody. Um, I really like Diva too because she's like a giant mech. So you just you just jump into a mech, 
and then you you like fire with the the mech guns, and you can like throw the mech away, and the mech mech will explode. That's crazy. Yeah, and then there's this guy who just he just got a big hammer. That's his whole thing. He's, he got a big hammer, and he'll like fly at you real fast. And I'm like, I like this guy. He's just he he ain't shitting around. <laughs> He gonna just hit you with a hammer. That's some crazy shit. Who goes into war with a hammer? Like he's just a big dude with a lot of health and a hammer. That's it. And then you got the guy who is essentially the engineer from Team Fortress, and that he he builds the turret. Is there a spy? No. Fuck. Like Chris was saying, there was no spy character. I'm like, that's the best. That was the I best. I love shit. the spies. I love disguising <sighs> yourself as somebody else and stabbing them in the back. That was like some of the most fun I've had. Yeah. But. The game seems a lot of fun. You should get it so we can play. I can't wait to get it. Um, I've been holding off because, uh, you know, money shit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I should be getting it soon. As soon as you get it, we got to play. Cause, yeah. Because I, I, I have a big feeling that this is going to be a lot of fun when I get in multiplayer and it's going to be really addicting. There is some free to play, um, some microtransactions, but all that stuff is cosmetic. So I'm okay with that. Like, you can unlock new skins, voice clips, taunts, whatever. A lot of the skins you can also unlock uh, through trophies. And leveling. Yeah. So, so. you have options there. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I can't wait to find a character that I'm good with, and I feel like I want to play as a, the dude with the uh, turrets just because it'll piss people off. Oh, yeah. Because they think that he's so cheap. Big but time. But people thought the same way as the engineer... And you know what? Engineer is really fun if you want to, like, troll people when you're playing. That's <laughs> so true. He's worth it. Um, but yeah, Overwatch, man. I played an hour. I like it a lot. I can't wait to play more. Um, to wrap up, I got two comics I want to talk about really quick. Superman Rebirth came out this past week. That was really cool um, because it set up pre-52 Superman as being the main Superman and him picking up the, the mantle or like taking it up again. So it's official. Yeah, it's official now. Um, the, the issue was interesting because Superman, pre-52 Superman starts out saying... He's essentially standing outside of um, 52 Superman's grave, waiting for him to come back to life. Because <laughs> he came back to life. So he's like, this is going to happen again. I'm just waiting. He's literally just hovering over the grave. Like, alright. when Checking his watch. Checking his watch. Like, when is this going to happen? And um, he finds Lana Lang trying to get Clark's ashes out of his grave. Like, basically, grave rob Superman. And so pre-52 Superman comes up like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm going to bury him with Ma and Pa Kent. You know, he doesn't belong here. But pre-52 Superman's basically like, well, he's going to come back to life anyway. And she's like, what? Like, why? Why would you think that? And he's like, well, you see. And you go into this um, several-page flashback of Superman basically recounting Dooms- um, Death of Superman, the Doomsday storyline. Yeah. And... They redid the whole art for that for those scenes, and it's really awesome looking. With with Superman fighting Doomsday and watching him like get beat to death and like beating Doomsday to death, that's pretty crazy. They, they completely redid the art for that stuff, and it looks so awesome. And essentially, the issue is Superman pre fifty two Superman coming to terms with the fact through Lana that New Fifty Two Superman's not coming back, and they go to New Fifty Two Superman's Fortress of Solitude. And because um, Superman explains to Lana how he came back to life, in that they needed like some some sort of item called like the Resurrection Matrix or some shit, and so they go to the Fortress of Solitude to try and figure out if that thing exists in the universe. And essentially, it says no, <laughs> that that doesn't exist. I don't know what you're looking for. Search not found. 
you know, series like I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, so they find out that it's really not possible. So, um, pre fifty two Superman um, kind of constructs a statue of New Fifty Two Superman in the Fortress of Solitude as like a tribute, and he essentially says that he's going to take up the mantle now. And they bury his ashes with Pa Ma Kent. And so it essentially the whole issue exists as a way to show to readers that no, he's not coming back and yes, pre fifty two Superman is that's a is gonna be the Superman going forward and it was a cool issue and I like the the interaction between Lana and this Superman that she kinda knows but doesn't really. Yeah. And it was really cool to see the moment where Superman decides that he's gonna come back to being Superman. And basically setting Did up... Did he shave his beard? Not yet. But you know what's going to happen in 957. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, regret, I'm not looking forward to that. He should keep the beard, man. How that would be cool fucking would that awesome. be, man? Oh, man. Oh. But, yeah, that issue was really cool. I can't wait to read the Superman stuff. Action Comics is going to be Superman and Lex. Superman's going to be Superman and his family. Like, this, you know, oh, John, okay. Jonathan Kent, like, white... Superboy, etc., Lois Lane, that whole thing. That That's actually pretty smart. Yeah, so if you want more of the Lois and Clark stuff, you go read Superman. If you want Superman in Metropolis and Lex Luthor, because they, they both have top billing in Action Comics, you go to Action Comics. You know where I'm going. Action, Com- Action Comics. Yeah. But I will buy Superman number one, because I really did like Lois and Clark. I just can't afford two twice Superman, monthly books, yeah. so I'm going with Action Comics, because Lex Luthor... Um, That's going to be an interesting dynamic, seeing him work with his... Uh... I don't think... They're not going to work at first. Oh, yeah, but they will eventually. Yeah, because um, what's cool is the Rebirth um, special set up the future Superman books, and it, they took a couple of pages to let you know who these new characters are. And the description was like, returning heroes, reformed villains, like Suthor, yeah. etc., right? So it, it gives you a different... So they, they did the the new Superman, the, um, the the one from China. They profiled him, they profiled Lex, and Lex, they're like, reformed supervillain, now a hero, working in Metropolis as the new, like, protector of Metropolis. And I'm like, this is so fucking cool, because he's, he's a hero, but you know pre-52 Superman gonna be like, ah, yeah. I don't believe this shit for one minute! And they're going to fight, and it's going to be so cool. The speculations will be real. I can't wait. I can't wait for Lex to be like, to try and prove himself again, and I can't wait to see that whole dynamic. I want to see them fight toe-to-toe. Yeah, I can't wait to see that shit. Um, the other thing that I read was all-new Wolverine number 9, that this is a Civil War 2 tie-in, but it's not really, because um, she's not at the forefront. She's kind of like on the sidelines. But this has her... It, this is a really cool issue because she fights Fing Fang Foom by going inside of his mouth to rescue Lo- Old Man Logan from his stomach. <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> and, wild. And on the outside, you have Tony Stark and Captain Marvel trying to fight Fing Fang Foom on the outside. So you have Laura inside the stomach, and then you got these other heroes on the outside. And it's really cool. Laura gets a jetpack. She fights him in a jetpack. Um, there's, there's a really cool dynamic between Carol and Laura where. She comes out of Fing... Laura comes out of Fing Fang Foon's mouth, saving Logan, who's, like, basically partially digested, so he can't really do anything, so she rescues him. And so the three of them, Car- uh, Captain Marvel, Wolverine, and Iron Man, are fighting Fing Fang Foon. And she and, and uh, Wolverine's kind of like, I'm all sticky or something. <laughs> and Tony says something that's like, oh, I've been there before or something. <laughs> 
And and Wolverine and Captain Marvel look at each other and they're like, ew. <laughs> That's like the best part of the, the book. And I'm like, oh my god. I love their, their dynamic. And so um, it was a really great issue. There's a lot of action. I really love the characters that they bring in because they're always bringing some crazy character like Fing Fang Foom. They bring in Captain Marvel and Iron Man for this issue. They have Old Man Logan in there now, and I wasn't sure about Old Man Logan in this series because I mean, I want Laura to be the only Wolverine, but I think it works. And at the end, they bring Laura brings Logan back to her apartment to like recover or whatever. And Logan is like, I know this apartment. This is where I raised you. And it's like, oh shit, did he did he raise Laura in in his time too? And evidently so. And it's like, what's gonna happen there? And is is he gonna like? What does she learn from him now? Because you know, Logan from her timeline obviously died. Yeah. So so they didn't get to have that relationship that evidently old man Logan um, and Laura and that timeline have. So it's gonna be an interesting dynamic between them. And I'm this is. I think besides Squirrel Girl, probably the if not the best and one of the best books that Marvel puts out because every week it's like some crazy situation that she gets in and it's great seeing her get out of it. And the first arc where she's finding her clones or whatever, I didn't I wasn't really into. But now it's just like full blown like crazy. She has a child clone of herself living in her apartment and they also have an actual pet Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, and it's it's so good, and it's such a good read, and the art's great, and the story's great, and I highly recommend it. So yeah, I need to pick this book up. You really need to read it. It's it's really really good. Well, now that I'm digital, I can uh, find these things much easier. Yeah, definitely highly recommend that you read it. Sounds good. So that was my shit for the week, and I guess we're done here. Yeah, that was the episode of yeah. the week. Thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, you can catch us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, Google Play, SuperNerdPods.com, Facebook group, Facebook group, Facebook.com slash group slash SuperNerdPals. And that's how professional does it. (laughs) We have 320 members at this point. We are moving on up. Moving on up. Join the group. It's great. Everyone's sharing cool content and funny memes. And let's let's make our way towards 400. If you don't have a Facebook group or Facebook because you live under a rock, you can always get us. Uh, on our Instagram, Twitter, yeah, whatever. All super nerd pals. So super nerd pals, just Google us. We will be there. We'll be there. We'll be square and round. Uh, we'll be all the shapes. All right, don't worry about it. We got all the shapes for you. But thank you guys for listening. Rate, subscribe, share us. Yeah, give us five stars. Give us a cool rating. Uh, tell your friends if you think they might like this podcast too. Let that's, them know. That's how we get more listeners. And yeah. Feel free to tell us what you think. Send us your questions. And send us shit that you're following. Yeah. Cool. All right. No, we're not. you got to tell us where we find you. Where do we find you? Oh, find me. <laughs> on find me. Me on Twitter <laughs> at SweetJustice1. I'm Stan Gadoski. You can find me on Twitter at StanDoom. Doom. Doom. Thank you guys for listening. And catch you next week.